0: I am your host, Heather Petropoulos, recording live from my home studio in Brooklyn, New York, bringing you the Photo Mixtapes podcast. Episode 4.1, a bonus podcast. Track one, a spoken word poem. What's so funny? 2017 has been a funny year. Even more hysterical than every year before. It's hard to choose what's most funny. What about the one about the daughter of the sexual predator-in-chief, champion of women? Or his wife, and poor excuse for first lady, champion of bullying, the cause? Or what about the pro-life crowd who supports a candidate who ruined the lives of young and innocent girls? When did they stop being lives to protect? before or after he tried to rape them. Maybe the religious rights reaction could be the next Thursday sitcom. Or what about my ex using an intimate photograph I took for her dating app profile to meet that spectacular woman while trying to win me back telling me I was her only love in all the world, except for her national search radius and her online dating zip code? Or the knock-knock joke about her new dating app match, Girl Rider, who didn't have an edge at first, but has edge enough for her to continue to follow her on Spotify and twice on YouTube. Described to me as a local musician who might have a show, when I asked directly who was there at her door knocking, with every right at the time to know. I didn't realize I should be following musicians' personal YouTube channels before even seeing them in concert. Where have I been hiding? And why is she still following me around online when she can't handle the truth directly from me, but reads and listens to what I have to say publicly and via music on Spotify? Doesn't she realize in my poetry and in my explicit podcast, I can and will say whatever I please, I must just be one of the enormous pack of sources who's being followed just to tease. It's like the funniest joke ever, set to a country song, and you say it best when you say nothing at all. And all I need is a Wi-Fi signal to see you tell the truth. I have just been crying, crying with laughter at all these knock-knock jokes. They are hysterical. You should take the show... I'm not a narcissist on the road to be picked up by Comedy Central. Maybe I will turn on Comedy Central and get my mind off things for a while. Oh, I forgot. Entertainment is filled with scary accusations growing by the minute, because courage multiplies upon courage. And women just don't get the joke anymore in this country. And me too. I just don't get it either. I would go to the movies, but they're filled with women running in terror in retrospect, even the comedies. Maybe I should daydream of being young when life was simpler, but I was bullied in my youth and ridiculed to the point of tears for being different. To make fun of my voice, kids from school recorded me and played it back on my street through a boombox, like and Say Anything, but not Really? Maybe they should subscribe to my podcast now, and we could share a few hearty laughs. But it will probably never come to that. So I continue chasing the tears more than the clown these days. It's sad but true. And every once in a while, I have a moment of reverie. Laughing from deep inside my belly, or watching someone else laugh. Or better than both, sharing a laugh, both of us wondering how it could be. In 2017, the way it's turning out to be so far, what could possibly be? What's so funny? So thanks for making it to track two, and welcome to the first Photo Mix Tapes podcast bonus episode, officially known as episode 4.1. I promised you an occasional salad recipe as part of this podcast originally, so I will have that recipe for you at the end of the pod. First order of business: the answer to last week's trivia question. The band who covered Roberta Flack's "Killing Me Softly" "Killing Me Softly" with his song "Killing Me Softly" to Grammy-winning success was the Fugees winning them the 1997 Best R&B Performance by a Duo or Group with Vocals for that year. It is an awesome track if you haven't heard it yet already. So Heather, what's up with this sneaky bonus podcast episode on a Thursday night? Firstly, why on a Thursday night? Well, little known fact about me, Thursday has always been my favorite day of the week. It was also my first choice of a release day for this podcast each week. But due to some original scheduling conflicts, it had to move to Sunday, my second choice. When I knew that this week required a bonus podcast episode, Thursday was the logical choice of night. Secondly, why a bonus podcast episode at all? Well, I had an experience this week that warranted this episode. It actually chose me. I logged on to a dating website after almost two years to a startling revelation. A recent ex had used a photograph I had taken of her during an intimate evening together as her new profile picture. And even more was revealed about the circumstances of her popping back into my life while also being on the dating site. Imagine logging onto a dating app you hadn't been on in a couple of years. The very app that connected you to your ex in the first place... I am admittedly in no position to be dating anyone as I am healing from a tumultuous and hurtful situation and making things right in my world before being able to expand it again, and was more just returning to the scene of the original crime. But imagine, seeing a photograph you know so well, because when and as it was originally taken, you notice this exact moment in time before it was even a photograph yet. You physically pressed the shutter at the very nanosecond it was taken, loaded it onto your computer to edit it. Granted, it didn't need much editing at all because she and I and my camera were sharing a perfect moment. Then you generously shared it with her, this great love of your life, and used it as your own contact photograph of her on your phone while you were in and out of touch for the time that you were the blood completely drained out of my entire head and body and pulled into my feet. Was it copyright infringement? No, not exactly. It is my photograph, taken by my hand, but then shared freely as a gift from the heart during an intimate relationship and of an intimate moment. Was it used for its original and intended purpose? Um, no, not at all. It was a private moment misappropriated for a new dating profile that was also more than likely active, and active now anyway, to meet the woman to spend her life with. Whether it was active during a time I was being told I was still loved and in love with, and contacted again to try again, more than likely the truth. Or now, when I am still reeling and couldn't think to be ready for a lifelong commitment with someone new, this relationship already injured me in staggering ways, and in ways that had already been a prevalent guest on this very podcast. But this? The use of my art and my talents and my intimacy in this way? is probably the deepest injury of all. It wasn't just a random picture snapped in the relationship out and about. It was this one. This one behind the curtain. There is also another one on the profile that was just one of us with me cropped out, but even that seems less violating and almost laughable in context and use. Building something new on old ground... Building something new from another cropped-out relationship... Well, it wouldn't be my choices... But less offensive than using a photograph taken from my heart... In an intimate setting and during an intimate time... When you can see me in the reflection in her pupils... It is so fucking disturbing... On so many levels... I had to take to art and poetry and share it and put it out here in the airwaves where I could make some sense of it. Thirdly, I wanted to discuss sarcasm in art. Does it have a place? What is its place? My poem this week, What's So Funny?, emerged from a couple of places. The news about Louis C.K.'s sexual assaults, the continued dirge of every day under the current government and my deeply injuring dating app, Discovery. They are all cut from the same cloth. There is a violation of intimacy and boundaries. Out of defense, they were, altogether, making me feel sarcastic in tone. I didn't want to write another rage-filled, Eminem-style, freeform poem. I didn't want to write a spilled milk sonnet for myself. I wanted to write it as it was, defenses and all, and that was filled with sarcasm that these, far from funny situations, are hysterical. And sarcasm became the lens I was looking through for my photomix tapes project also. I'm in the middle of the current mix, Let's Fall in Love, and I am working on two sides per usual. A light side of the moon and a dark side of the moon. The light side of the moon became straight up sarcasm. At last instead of feeling like a thousand butterflies felt more like, at last I have found someone to injure me in all ways, including artistically. Or, at last, I have found someone I had the most and least faith in during the course of our one relationship. And Pink's new song featuring Eminem called Revenge and playing with the idea of taking revenge showed up on the dark side. I would never actually take revenge on someone I... Shared an intimate relationship with. But I did write a dating profile speaking the truth, which was quite fun before my profile came down. I will admit, I also considered making a profile with the photograph itself because it is on my hard drive and because I took it. But that seemed to cross the line from truth into some other territory even though it is definitely sarcastic. And I do believe that if you're being treated ridiculously, you have the right to behave a little ridiculously also. And the photographs of a bird on a fence or a gumball machine definitely took on a much more sarcastic tone when used with these songs and in this context this week. I do like telling the truth in any way that I can, including creatively. I don't think telling the truth here or on a dating app that is probably stealing valuable credit card information, gosh, they have had so many complaints for just that, and I realize I am much better off not being on there at all, counts as real revenge. Plus, I highly recommend the catharsis from telling the truth, especially when it is your truth and your experience and your property. I think I feel extra clingy toward my truth right now, ever since my photograph was stolen from its original form and intention and repurposed. So I think sarcasm can be successfully used in art, as long as it's honest. And it should go without saying, but I will say it anyway as a disclaimer, I don't think any of the things I mention in my poem are the least bit funny. I would love to hear your thoughts on sarcasm in art, especially while we are surrounded by so many things that aren't funny at all in the world right now. Reach out to me with your thoughts on that in lieu of a trivia question for this bonus podcast episode at heather at heatherpetropolis.com or on iTunes. Hey listeners, when I first started the Photomix Tapes podcast, I promised the occasional salad recipe. Now is the right occasion, I'm pretty sure that is sarcastic, for this salad recipe. Now that winter is upon us, I like to make what I call warm salads. What makes them remain salads, even though they're warm by my standards, is the fact that we are going to saute a leafy green in olive oil as the base. This is the recipe for warm taco salad and serves four if you ever trust someone enough to have dinner with them and pack them a lunch the next day. A bit more sarcasm, I am afraid, but also proud. So, here you go. Saute a few handfuls of spinach in olive oil and sea salt and set aside. Drain about 30 ounces of beans. I usually use black beans, but you can use red and black combined. Chop about two peppers. I like to use maybe one orange and one yellow for this. Chop a medium shallot. Chop two avocados. Chop a carton of Campari tomatoes. And then in a large, deep skillet, combine the above chopped and drained ingredients with a couple of tablespoons of olive oil and saute until the ingredients are combined and heated through. Remove them from the stove and toss into a large salad bowl with the room-temperature spinach. For the dressing, combine olive oil, balsamic vinegar, and a tablespoon or so of sour cream. Add some sea salt to the dressing and toss the entire salad with it. Then add about 8 ounces of shredded Mexican-blend cheese. And then... Chop it all off, break apart your favorite tortilla chips. I like to use a whole wheat or quinoa version, probably about 30 to 40 chips, until you can crumble them across the entire salad. Then serve and enjoy. I will see you back this weekend with a plain old podcast episode, chock full of photography tips and more poetry, trivia, and other musings, minus the sarcasm but I promise you will miss it when it's gone, and I might just need another coping mechanism. I am your host, Heather Petropoulos, recording live from my home studio in Brooklyn, New York, bringing you the Photo Mix Tapes podcast.